At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It is the 21st of October, 2021. This show happens each and every weekday at about the same time in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Good morning. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Oh, shoot that fucker! This is Alabama Linda, otherwise known as Candy Crush Linda. And since I only back winners, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Wait, how many times has he been fired? Anyway, here he is. Shut up. Eric Zane. Yeah, let's go. Is that it? You got a big nose. Change your outfit. Kyler, sit down and don't ever use those jokes again and write some new ones. You suck. You're about as subtle as a sledgehammer in the face. My God. Uh, Patriot Nick says, careful, everyone. We warmed up the ban hammer for y'all. Sarah Rukrak Roosh says he's early. <sighs> well, not really. It's about the same time. Okay. And it's a podcast. Yeah. I have to be more on time. I have to be more consistent. I can't have those big uh, weirdo days where it's 10 minutes late. Once Twitch starts, let me tell you this on Monday, we're going to get done with the free podcast. Like we always do this. Uh, that would be the today's 21st. So that'd be the 25th, 25th of October. This show, as you're seeing it right now, or hearing it. This is just for people who do the live stream. Not everybody does the live stream. Some people just listen to it. Totally cool. Totally fine. Pick your poison. I don't care. I would ask that you are all subscribed to the audio podcast, whether you listen to it or not. Okay. Uh, but the spot where you enjoy the live stream, whether that be YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, I'm asking that you, well, I'm going to be publishing it exclusively on Twitch very, very soon. Starting on Monday, though, I'm going to finish this podcast the same way you're watching it now, and then I'm going to go onto the Twitch platform and do some test minutes, if you will. Basically, I'll start up everything again, talk about a few things, make make fun of Kyler, and uh, 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 basically just get myself accustomed to the new format uh, that will eventually overtake the way I do the live stream now. All right. See how that works. So if you're on the live stream, just remember, it's very important that you go to twitch.com or twitch.tv. Same thing. I'll just say twitch.com slash Eric 
Zane live. Okay? You click on that bad boy and follow the page. On Monday, I will finish the live stream of this show. Immediately go over to that. Click on it. You'll all get notifications saying, Eric Zane is live on Twitch. Oh, my God. And then off we go. Now, uh, some of you have been like, well, well, wait a minute. Uh, Don't we have to sign up with Amazon Prime? We'll get there. We'll get there. But don't worry about that right now. All you need to know, remember I told you that I I will lead you to the promised land by your sweet little hands. When I get done with this show on Monday... The same way you're watching it right now, I'm going to go right over to Twitch. I'll give you fair warning, and it'll be great. You're going to love this. There is a uh, so many different options and uh, little uh, things and uh, that I can utilize that'll make the uh, show that much more fun. I have the option of multiple uh, multiple cameras. Like I can get another camera in here. Like I have a GoPro in the other room. I could hook that up. And uh, it would just pop up as the uh, couch cam, the dog couch cam. I could have cameras set up in my house if I wanted to that I could go to. Like the NFK cam. See if he's sitting there. I don't know if he'd like that. I don't want to spring that on him. Um, and, And there's all sorts of things on there that I don't have any idea even what they are. But there is a, uh, as time, all I was looking to do with this was, okay, guys, all I want is to be able to just go live the same way I am right now. And then I'll learn the rest as I go. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. The suggestion for the NFK toilet cam. Boy, that would be something. The, The Bush beer shit cannon. That is a horrible idea but a funny idea. All right. So again, if you're not, if you haven't done it yet, uh, twitch.com slash Eric Zane live. Now, if you remember, I was talking weeks ago about uh, a different place to go, twitch.com slash Eric Zane. And a bunch of people's followed that. Well, that's no more. It's twitch.com slash Eric Zane live. Totally different place. If you went to slash Eric Zane, that's not going to be the spot. Okay, I know it's confusing, but we were off to a rough start. Kitchen counter crumb cam. <laughs> GoPros are waterproof. No. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane live. I had like 100 people on the first one. I've got about 60 on the second one. So I should have uh, all of you the same number on Eric Zane Live as there was on Eric Zane. So forget twitch.com slash Eric Zane. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live. Go there right this minute. Follow the page. There you go. Uh, These little short little vignette shows will take place starting on Monday. Maybe like a week's worth of those shows. Now, those aren't shows. Seriously, it's just a handful of minutes of me talking to you, getting used to what we're looking at. Uh, the camera shot is a little tighter, and there's a nice frame around it that, that kind of moves with my logo. And in the corner, um, like you see where uh, Bruce is right now, and then the opposite corner where the, uh, where the uh, uh, stuffed animal is, and this little keyboard here. 
there's going to be a um, slideshow of the sponsor's logos. So essentially, it eliminates the need for the signs because the sponsors are constantly circulating on the show. And uh, because the tighter shot, you don't see the full, all of the signs in the room. But it's uh, it's going to be fantastic. Here be Rabbit that says this Twitch change has been a tedious ordeal. Well, it hasn't, asshole, uh, because you haven't had to do anything. And so, no. Hey, when are you going to learn that when I believe in something and I'm encouraged by it and I enjoy it and I know it's great and you fucking spout off like that, eat 300. I hope you're hungry, you stupid asshole. The fuck is that all about? Uh, we haven't even gotten to that point yet. yet. And here you are being a dick. Shut up. Patriot Nick says, I warned y'all. Thank you. All right. A tedious, how the fuck has it been tedious for you? It hasn't even been tedious for me. All I've asked you to do is I've been promoting, go to twitch.com slash whatever. In this case, Eric Zane Live. Ooh, big deal. You had to go to uh, one, and then that got screwed up, and now you have to go to another one. Oh, what are you going to do? So difficult. Holy shit. Oh, no. What a tedious, terrible thing you have been put through, my little snowflake child. Shut the fuck up. My God. All right. See what you did, man. Thanks to uh, the Drew and Mike show. Drew, Mark, and Brandon talked about your old pal Eric Zane on Monday. Um, I, Man, I tell you what. Whenever that happens, I get a huge bump in downloads on the audio podcast. And um, that... My God, <laughs> yesterday was like, I'm looking at the numbers. I'm like, what is going on here? You know, I'm used to a, a certain number of uh, audience and then it like doubles. Got a great kiss. Thank you. And thanks for the kind words too. Hey honey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Are you up and around? I am. Uh, so you don't have to go to work today, right? No, no one needed me today. As a substitute teacher, this happens from time to time. Correct. Okay. So you uh, were a substitute teacher for two of uh, the two kindergarten classes, correct? Yes. Same kids both days? No, two different classes. Now, I remember we were watching the Red Wings game the other night, and you immediately started to act like you were crying because you had day two of kindergarten. <laughs> but you love yeah. those kids so much. I do. It was, they were actually a lot of fun to say love you. Okay. So do they call you Mrs. Z? Yeah. Uh, there was some um, 
You told me that uh, one of the children yesterday uh, got a little bit upset because a uh, one of the other students referred to the kid as something nasty, right? Yeah, called him a nasty name. Can we say the nasty name? Yeah. Okay. Sassy mouth. Sassy mouth. One student referred to another student as a sassy mouth. Yeah. And the kids started crying over sassy mouth? <laughs> well, her feelings got hurt. I know, but that's sassy mouth? I That's, uh, does this kid not, not have any brothers or sisters, perhaps? Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, okay. So uh, when you found out, did you find out because the kids started try, crying or did someone come up to you and say, Mrs. Z, so-and-so called so-and-so a sassy mouth or maybe the kid crying came up to you? What? Take me through it. The, the, the kid that said it said came up to me and said, Mrs. Z, is sassy mouth a bad word? I go, well, it's not really a bad word, but it's not nice. And uh, so then he goes, okay. And then then girl sitting next to him was crying so so then you put two and two together that the kid who was looking for clarification so he was trying to figure out if what right. he, he said what, he was he, doing anything wrong he was like wait what 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 do you, I, I called you a sassy mouth and you're getting this upset i need clarification <laughs> so as a as a substitute teacher do you punish sassy mouth i mean what do you what what are we talking about here no, I just told him, I said, well, it's not nice to say, so maybe we shouldn't say that. Yeah, we should, uh, you know, maybe be more, uh, you know, nice to each other, right? Yeah, exactly. We have to be nice to our friends. Okay. Um, so then you had to uh, calm the, the child down who was known as Sassy Mouth, yes? Yeah, she wasn't crying too bad, so it didn't take much, but. Okay. All right. So, uh, so that, that's, uh, now if, if your problems ended there, it would have been, it would have been a successful day, correct? Correct. But it didn't end there. No, no. Um, you ran into a, uh, I would describe the next thing that happened to you as an, the absolute nightmare scenario. Yeah. Uh, apparently one of the children wasn't feeling well, correct? Yes. And, that is uh, correct. And but I didn't know that they weren't feeling well because she seemed fine. I had just talked to her a few minutes beforehand. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And, and then next thing I know, she's coming up to me with vomit all over. She threw up, but it yeah. wasn't just any. I mean, it was a lot of throw up, so it was a big blast. But why was it all over her body and her clothes? Please explain this to me. Well, in the elementary schools, you have to wear a mask. And she evidently didn't have time to take off her mask and make it to a garbage can. So she just threw up in her mask. She threw up in the mask? Yeah. Wow. That's like when your brother threw up in his on his pants after the hot zester. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. So, okay, you got this kid shows up and uh, is having a major incident and you now have to rush in and help, right? Correct. Do you have, do you, do you like put on gloves or any type of protective material at this point? No, I just covered it up with paper towel and then called the office 
and uh, they sent the, the cleaning crew down. Okay, there's like a custodial uh, organization yeah. going on. Yeah. Which what a how about that job? I mean, probably not a day goes by that those guys have to clean up a pile of puke. Right. Your your brother, the NFK, used to do this. He used to work as that guy. He was the puke cleaner upper. Yep. Okay. He, he did. He informed us of that. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he used to put the sawdust <laughs> down on it, and he goes, "Oh shit!" So I guess him and David used to have to like uh, you know rock paper scissors as to who's cleaning up the puke. Exactly. Okay. So guy comes down. He cleans up the puke. He hates his life, and then. That's it. And, but then something happened as the uh, uh, cleaning up of the of the puke was finishing. Correct? Well, no, it was. It kind of happened back to back, so. Oh. It wasn't. Yeah. So it was only one time that they had to come down. So wait a minute. Now you described it as one kid finished puking, and uh, you remember that scene from the movie Stand by Me? Is that the cat? Yeah. Is that the cat? When the, yeah, when, when, when the kid pukes and then everybody else starts puking, that's what happened, <laughs> right? The kid got sick at, because the other kid puked in his mask. <laughs> I, I think so, but the other kid wasn't, hadn't been feeling well either. Well, so yeah. I think it might have just like triggered it. Oh, it, I guarantee I you think- it did. I guarantee you it did. Because didn't you tell this, didn't you go on a walk with Sarah Rukruk Roosh yesterday and you told her this story and she almost barfed? Yeah. See? She's gagging. <laughs> so the kid pukes in the mask. The other kid's feeling a little bit queasy. That's all he needs. He starts throwing up. Now you've got two kids throwing up in the school. Some some guy comes down and has to clean all the shit up. Oh, my God. I know. The person that came down and cleaned it, she goes, I just have a question. Why is it everywhere? I go, because it was not just one person throwing up. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's it's It looked like a bomb went off. <sighs> oh, Oh my god! Yeah. So, in the course of uh, however much time, uh, sassy face, crying kid, kid needs clarification on sassy face. Other kid pukes in mask. Then uh, last kid pukes because one kid puked in mask. That is correct. Wow! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, what a day, huh? Yeah, that is uh, that's fantastic. I am so glad. Aren't you know what this? You are, you are really. That is your home. Forget any other job. Never again. What a mistake it was to leave the school. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say. You that's need to. You need to keep working there till you're about ninety four, <laughs> because the amount of material that we can get out of this is just ridiculous. It's quite entertaining. Especially in the in the elementary school. Okay. You just never know what they're going to say. So was that Milo making all the racket? What's his deal? Well, you know how he likes to uh, try and steal my creamer when I put it in my coffee. Okay. So, yeah, he, he was going for that, he huh? Knows it's, he knows it's time for okay. me to have my cup of coffee. I haven't had my coffee. Oh, fantastic. I got up and put up a load of laundry, put in a load of laundry, and now I'm getting ready to have my cup of coffee. Okay. Well, there you go. I just wanted to get this story straight from you. When you said to me, some kid, yesterday you explained it to me, you go, some kid threw up in his mask. I was like, I don't want any more details. Hang on to this story. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, it was a disaster. Wow. Are you happy that I took a shower yesterday? I was informing the audience on the Patreon that it had been since, uh, it was Sunday night to, to Wednesday night. 
I had no shower. Yeah, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. And I had worked out Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Oh my god! Yeah, stay away from me. Yeah, well, I I did. I cleaned it now. I cleaned my. I cleaned everything. I washed. I shaved. I'm clean as a whistle. Was that paused for? I I didn't pause. Uh, it it must have oh. cut out. Okay. Oh. All right. That's it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 All right. Kid puked in the mask. Holy crap. My God. <sighs> Dean uh, continues to uh, uh, bang the drum with his dwindling number of uh, Herman Cain nominees. And the kid was wearing a useless mask that doesn't work. Well, no, I disagree. It definitely worked. It made a huge mess. And it was working ahead of time. Uh, 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 Trevor, uh, Trevor, I'm still not talking to you. After you ate your 300 seconds, you're back for more. Watch it. The fuck, man? Where did that come from? In ordeal, uh, Twitch has not been, it hasn't been anything. How could you say the transition has been an ordeal? All I did was had you go to a spot online and click a button. How is that an ordeal? Yeah, you, uh, you earned asshole of the day points right there for that. Derek says, I couldn't be a janitor. I'd puke while cleaning it up. Uh, Dirk says, and Elsa says, I bet that smelled great while having to cover it up. Uh, hot milk vomit eruption. That's awful. Uh, and then this is the first phone call with the queen of the forest where she wasn't demolishing drywall or running a blender in the background. Hey, radio guy, get her a better microphone, says Ed Ryan. She's on the phone, Ed. What do you want? You want, to, you want her to have a podcast set up on the other end of this? Everybody is critical today. What is going on here? All right. I wasn't this upset on the Patreon. Uh, last night, kind of cute, um, sound asleep, and I hear probably the slowest moving thunderstorm to the west, okay? And uh, I can see, I'm, like, my eyes are closed, and I can sense flashes of light. And I'm like, okay, that's lightning. And then, and then you know, isn't that a trick where when, you, when the lightning flashes and then you start counting one, two, three, and the number of... Uh, a second you count until you hear the thunder. That's how many miles away it is. So I'm counting like seven miles away at the, uh, at the thunderheads from where we are. But uh, Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, was already letting us know. You ever have like, if you have kids, they like wake you up 
and they, uh, well, actually, the dog woke us up more subtly than Jacqueline used to wake us wake us up. Uh, Jacqueline now 24 years old. And when she was however old, a kid, school-age kid, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. If she was ever scared, it was always, she would walk into the room and she'd get one inch from your face and she'd go, Dad! And you're like, oh my God! Jackie, honey, can't you just gently... Uh, I don't know. Uh, touch me, touch my shoulder, whatever. You don't have to scream. You don't have to do that. Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog has this down because uh, the storm is approaching and he hates thunderstorms. And I thought to myself, this, this might happen. And sure enough, now he hates Bruce. Okay. The Frenchie. And the reason why he doesn't like Bruce is because Bruce always steals his babies, stuffed animals, you know? Well, so he doesn't want Bruce around. He doesn't like to be anywhere near Bruce because Bruce always steals shit from him. Well, Benny is so scared last night. He gets on the bed right next to Bruce, who's sleeping like kind of in between us, but more towards the foot of the foot of the bed. And Benny crawls up army crawl between us and starts nudging me with his nose. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? Oh, thunderstorm. Doug hates thunderstorms. He is so scared. And I'm like, oh, this is so cute. He like gets so, he's like attached to me. He's like, you must hold on tight because I'm scared. And you have to like, you actually have to hug the dog and, and hold him like you're hanging on to the Stanley Cup uh, because he gets so frightened. So in this storm, is moving like one mile an hour and it took forever to get through. And the whole time he's like, the second you like, let go, he like throws his head back onto you. He's like headbutting you like, come on. No, no, don't do it. Holy crap. So that was, uh, it was like we were parents of a young child all over again last night. Okay. Uh, Patreon happens each and every day after the free podcast, except today. Uh, download the Patreon app or sign up online, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane, all one word. That's more podcasting. Every day after this one gets done. Today, I did it before because I've got a busy day. All right. That adds to your uh, podcasting listening. For the two hours I do on the free podcast, I usually throw another 30, 40 at you on the Patreon. It's great fun. A lot of times, if there's something personal going on in the life, you'll get it on Patreon first. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Oh, I almost forgot. Before I get to these sponsors, I've got to talk about this Brian Laundry thing. Uh, I think, I think, uh, I don't think Dog the Bounty Hunter uh, was the one to let me have you, Brian. I don't think he was the one that uh, found what they suspect. Let me have you, Brian. Has been found. Uh, so, despite dog wandering around uh, looking for uh, monster energy cans and and whatnot, uh, pretty good chance that uh, he's been dead for some time. This dude. Um, you know, nothing's for sure, but it's obvious. He killed Gabby Petito, and now 
he is dead. Uh, yesterday, I talked about this on the Patreon because that's when the story broke. Uh, the family of Laundry, they ventured out of the home with uh, law enforcement with them. And when they got to this uh, spot, this uh, Carlton Reserve in Northport, uh, there was um, police lines and, and no one could go in there and anything like that. And there was some remains found. And uh, they, uh, they, the police said, I think we got something. So the, they, they found like uh, some of his effects. And then human remains found nearby there. They found a backpack and a note, a notebook they believe belonged to uh, Brian Laundry near these suspected remains while they were searching. Um, so there you go. More than a month since the disappearance. Uh, this guy really hasn't been seen. Uh, he has, hadn't been charged, but they had a, they've got a pretty strong suspicion that, uh, this is the guy. So, oh my God, what, what the hell happened to this dude? What happened along the way? I would love if at some point the mom and dad can, uh, uh, be transparent about all of this because they look like fucking crazy people right now. Um, Chris and Roberta laundry help law enforcement with finding some items at the park. Um, which were described as happenstance. According to the attorney, Laundry's parents informed the FBI and the Northport Police Department on Tuesday night that they wanted to visit the park Wednesday morning to search for their son. Law enforcement met them there and closely accompanied them as they entered the park. According to the family's lawyer, as they went further in, Dad ventured off the trail into the woods. He was zigzagging in different areas. Law enforcement was doing the same thing. Mom was walking down the trail. At some point, Dad located what's called a dry bag. The dry bag is a white bag laying in the woods, say 20 feet or so off the trail. So I think they're suggesting that this was just a random searching. Okay. I think that that's what they're describing. Uh, the attorney said, according to Chris Laundry, the dry bag was in some brambles and he didn't want, uh, didn't want to pick it up because he wanted law enforcement to see it. However, the lawyer said Chris Laundry couldn't find law enforcement because they were then out of sight and didn't want to leave the bag there with a news reporter standing nearby. So dad picked it up. He did meet up shortly with law enforcement. They looked at the contents of the bag. At that time, cops showed him a picture on the phone of a backpack that cops had located also nearby and also some distance off the trail. At that point, the laundries were notified. There was also human remains near that backpack and they were asked to leave. Weird, though, that mom and dad happened to be there when all of this was being discovered, but they described that as happenstance, so who knows. 
When asked why the parents chose to go to the park yesterday, the attorney said it was the first day that it was reopened to the public. Well, that's weird, though. First day reopened to the public. Parents go right to where uh, personal effects are that people have been looking for for a month. All very strange to me. Makes you wonder, what the hell do these people know? That's me throwing uh, rumor and conjecture into this whole story. The parents had assumed that the experts, the FBI, and all the tracking teams they had would be able to locate Brian based upon the information they had provided them to the specific areas and trails in the park that Brian liked to visit, lawyer said. The park had been closed to the public. There was really no other reason for the laundries to go search anywhere else. I don't know. We shall see. But basically... Uh, it can be assumed that's dude what's left of him. And, um, we'll never know. Chris adds to the conjecture pile with law enforcement had that park closed for a month. Couldn't find anything. Mom and dad find it in an hour. Uh, Aram says, do the remains match his DNA? They perhaps staged it and he is still on the run. Well, that was, that's a wild one. Jesse says he's going QAnon conspiracy theorists on this too. Maybe the parents found a suicide note or something that indicated exactly where he was. Bobby Animal bones, they're trying to throw off the cops. Uh, I don't know about that. Kenny, the news report I saw said that area had been underwater previously. Maybe that has something to do with it. Stainless steel, COVID Tom, who's had COVID twice, writes, interesting that they knew right where to find him. Sarah, Rook, Ruk, Roosh. Alligator bait, although I don't 100% believe it is him. Come on, they literally knew where he was? Bullshit. Dog the bounty hunter needs to get his sniffer checked. Doesn't sound like he was on the right trail. Let me have you, Brian. All right. We shall see. The open and the live stream. Brought to you today, first off, by Dumpster Divers. If you are in the West Michigan community, and uh, this is a sponsor that uh, is, you know, local. That's part of the podcast. I have local sponsors that keeps me doing this. Very important that when you need them, you call upon them. All the sponsors, always. Uh, Kyle will join us for Let's Kill in just a few moments. But first, his company is Dumpster Divers. You need a dumpster, call or text 616-375-9962. 616-375-9962. Their website is dumpsterdiversllc.com. To get one of their dumpsters, it's cheaper than any other dumpster rental company in West Michigan. It's cheaper because they have a lower weight point on that dumpster. 
the other uh, rusted out, long, stupid dumpster that you've had in your driveway before charges you more because they have a higher weight threshold that you can't possibly achieve just by throwing all the crap in your house into the dumpster. But yet you're paying for that. Dumpster divers doesn't do it that way. They have a lower weight threshold. Thus, you pay more for a better dumpster that is more compact with higher walls. Doesn't take up as much space because of the high walls. It's a beautiful, clean, baby blue, high-walled, fantastic dumpster from dumpster divers. Not all dumpsters are created equal. They also do demolition. If you need something torn out of your home, we're redoing the kitchen. Will you please get rid of the old kitchen? They would do that for you. They would also, if you uh, pile up all the junk in your garage and you don't want to take the time to throw it all in there, uh, they're going to, you can hire them and they'll do it for you. Uh, perhaps you have a scenario where you're gutting an entire house. They'll do that. Uh, I hate to say it, but if somebody died and you want the house cleaned up, they'll do that. 616-204, I'm sorry, 616-375-9962 for dumpster divers. Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for this show. I'd like to get super specific about what my sponsors do. This company does several things. First of all, if you have a small or medium-sized business and you don't have anybody to oversee your tech, you're, you're seriously walking a tightrope without a net because if things go south, time is money, you're screwed. Call upon Blue Frost IT to be your managed IT service provider. Otherwise, you're going to have to unplug all your stuff, I don't know, and uh, march over to Best Buy or have some guy that you don't know show up and go through your shit. Oh, my God. Uh, hire Blue Frost IT to be your managed IT, IT service provider. I sound like I'm drunk. Uh, that's what they do for me. I pay them a little bit of money every single month, and if I get in the weeds, something goes wrong, they take care of it. It's based on how much tech you have. I don't have a ton, so I don't have to pay them a ton. But if you're a small or medium-sized business that has 10 different workstations for your staff, you need somebody overseeing all that. Okay, that's very important. Also, if you're looking to upgrade the workplace with new tech or you're moving your office or whatever it may be or you're retrofitting things, that's project work. They do all of that. Anything tech-related, Blue Frost IT. They can, they can also upgrade your workers' uh, uh, setups, laptops, desktops, if they're uh, working from home. Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50, or email them, info at bluefrostit.com. All right. I heard from... Uh, Supreme endurance athlete, Mike Ball, yesterday. He reached out and said um, that he had an interaction with someone. He's become kind of like a big deal, I guess. As more and more people listen to the podcast and uh, figure out what I'm doing here, uh, moments like this can take place. Mike Ball is out delivering little Debbie setting up shop at uh, the area grocery stores, doing what he does, making sure that uh, the, all the Meyer locations have their honey buns and their 
uh, uh, nutty buddies and whatever it is that they have, uh, Swiss rolls. Absolutely incredible. I think there's some type of like autumn cake that they have now that I got to get my hands on. Mike, now that I have retired from running, I want a full complement of Little Debbie snacks at this household. He writes this. Dear Eric, I was out working, filling Little Debbie at a gas station. Rando walks up and says, you really kicked Zane's ass. I'm assuming you're MB distributing. I said, Mike writes, well, I assume you listen to the podcast. Dude writes, yeah, usually sometimes he pisses me off with his political rants. Okay. What political rants? What are you talking about? I rarely get political on this show. What do you, huh? And first of all, why are you having this conversation with Mike Ball? Why haven't you reached out to me and busted my balls about your concerns? We need this to happen more. What is keeping you people in the audience from being so gutless that you don't have the nerve to reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and tell me to shut the fuck up. I mean, seriously, we need to have this dialogue. Okay? Um, if, if I'm going to sit here and insult you on a regular basis, you better well do the same. Be, you, you, you should do the same to me. Why? Why are you not? Why, why am I getting this second hand from Snack Peddler? You don't have the nerve to say that to me. Come on. Because I need to dispute this and I can't, I don't want to do it through my, I'm going to, but I don't want to do it through a conversation, a text conversation with Mike ball. Excuse me. Hang on. And I'm not political. What are you talking about? Political. I've spent 43 minutes talking about yelling at Trevor about him making fun of me about Twitch, talking to my wife, uh, the kid puking in the mask, the dog waking us up, uh, the whole rough day that Diana had yesterday, uh, 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 Brian Laundrie, the conspiracy theory that I floated about Brian Laundrie. I mean, there's there's nothing political about this show. Very rarely do I ever stop it. The only time I ever want to get political is when I'm on some type of rant. And the only thing I've felt that's even reasonably political was making fun of Biden for when he sounds like an idiot. And uh, that to me is, uh, is, is excellent. Whenever we can, uh, we, we have clips about uh, Joe Biden sounding like he's drunk or something like that. That's well, that's important to me because I think that guy is not sound mentally right now and he should be retired. Someone else should be doing that job. That's about as far as I've gone politically on anything. So when the hell do I go political? Now, some of you, um, some of you super dopey individuals might suggest that my, uh, my discussions about this pandemic would be political. But that's because... You are dumb. 
because it's not. It's never, ever been political. It's all about keeping you from winning a Herman Cain award. This never, ever has there been anything political. None of you even know where I stand politically. I'm so all over the place. So there's nothing. I'm apolitical on this show. So whoever that was, would you please, my request to you is quit being a pussy and reach out to me. And that goes for the rest of you too. If you have something that you want to get off your chest, will you please quit being a weak need fool and send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I think you're right, Marcy. Marcy writes, it shows that people think that COVID and the vaccine is a political issue. Not to me, it's not. To you dumbasses, you might, but I've never approached it that way. So I'm, I have nothing to do with that. So I'm not being political. You're political. Corey suggests the same thing. He's trying to say that vaccines are political. They're not, and especially not with me. And all I want to do when you suggest that is smack the damn taste out of your mouth. All right. Uh, Sam M. Uh, Sam M. writes, you're a pro with the drops, Zane. Disagree. Disagree. I don't have uh, a much drop acumen when I'm running the mic. If I'm running the show and I'm talking, it's very difficult to do drops. If you want drops done right, you got to have another person running the drops. Uh, bullshit, you're apolitical, though. Uh, Corey says, stop being a pussy. Call Eric. Call Eric a bitch to his face, I think is what he wants to say. Kyle writes, COVID will only attack those of a certain political party. Yeah, that, that does seem to be true. Uh, of, of Okay, yeah, this is about as far politically as I'll be. Uh, it seems to be more people of, uh, of alt-right persuasion are dying. I'll, I'll tell you that. You know what? And you guys need the voters. So it's probably a good idea if you get vaccinated. Since you lost the last election, you probably don't want more of your kind to die because then, you know, you're not, you're You're like losing votes. So you should get vaccinated. My cousin John is here. John, you asked a question the other day that I can't remember what it was. It was something about someone having a surgery. Who were you referring to? You asked a question, and I, someone you asked some, something about someone had a surgery. Kyle writes, "I'm being a snarky a hole." Oh shit! I'm free beer. Oh my dad. Um, what surgery? I don't think my dad had a surgery. What the hell are you talking about? 
my dad had surgery. Maybe he did and I've forgotten. The last thing I remember with my dad was he cut his fingers off. So I'm confused. More specific. But I don't I don't recall. I my dad's doing great. Oh, charity scam Mike's brother-in-law. Aha, that's maybe what you're referring to. Uh not my dad. If that is the case. That is my uh, brother-in-law's brother. He is doing much better. He's still morbidly obese and uh, needs that type of procedure to make him skinny. I forget what they call it, lap band or gastric bypass or something like that. Um, Sam is a conspiracy theorist. He writes, uh, he's political. He writes, Trump was leading Michigan with 98% counted, then somehow lost the state by 3%. Seems to add up. Oh, you're one of those guys. Still, still, you're the, you're like the, my pillow dude. You're like uh, going the, uh, my pillow, Alex Jones, uh, the blaze network. You're wearing the shirt that says, I love Charlottesville. Oh, you're one of those. My cousin says, no, no, no. Your dad fell and broke his back. Oh, he fully recovered from that. He's, he's walking miles at a time now. He's in great shape. All right. We are 10 minutes away from the almighty Kyle for another edition of Let's Kill. Stand by. I need a drink. All right. I'm telling you, you're going to love the insane asylum this week. Um, I'm about halfway done making it. I actually know that there's at least one of you that doesn't even know what that is. Dr. Steve is like, I love the Patreon, but it, it, I keep getting spammed with content. Well, I, I put a lot up there. Um, He, he goes, I, I love the daily rants, but I don't know. I don't want what, what, what is this other stuff? Well, the insane asylum is me playing radio DJ. I actually have a, uh, a gig on a radio station in Northern Michigan called Q100. And they give me free reign to pick the music and say whatever the hell I want within reason. I don't basically, I don't sit there and tell people to go fuck themselves. That was Led Zeppelin. But, um, so the, the show I w I'm making it now and I, I, I do eight segments and I post them. You get it all before it airs without any type of commercial or anything in it on the Patreon. That's what that is. And this week, JC's tales from the road uh, talks about an incident in the late 1980s uh, when the band, the Traveling Wilburys, was doing a tour. That band was uh, George Harrison, Roy Orbison, Jeff Lynn, and Bob Dylan. Amazing supergroup. Backstage at a show in Spokane, Washington, JC from Q100 was covering the tour. He's a writer and he's very dear friends at the time with the late, great George Harrison. Those two were like thickest thieves. So George Harrison and JC, um, are kind of drunk 
JC was uh, really wired. They uh, snorted a ton of cocaine. And uh, Harrison revealed to JC that he couldn't stand Roy Orbison. And JC says, well, let's go kick his ass or break his glasses or something. You know, because Orbison would wear those uh, shades on his face. And um, Harrison, George Harrison from the Beatles was super non-confrontational. He's like almost like a timid, meek dude, you know. He was just telling uh, tales out of school to JC. And JC said, well, I'm not that way. Let's go fuck this guy up. And uh, so that's where I'm going to leave it. You need to hear the rest of that story. And JC's tales from the road as to what happened next. It was a first in the history of rock and roll based on what happened next. And frankly, I can't believe that JC is so loose with the lips on telling these stories, but it happened. And I'm going to feature that in the insane asylum. Excuse me. <coughs> the, the rest of that story happens. The, the JC's tales from the road always happen at the end of segment three of the eight segments on the insane asylum. Absolutely insane. One of the wildest stories I've ever heard. Uh, Adam says, I remember hearing about this. I heard the tape of him calling Roy, calling him Roy four eyes. Uh-huh. Kent adds Tom Petty was in the band. Not at this point. The first traveling Wilburys release. No Tom Petty. Not true. He joined later. And he wasn't known as Tom Petty. He was known as Lefty Wilbury, I think. It's easily the greatest supergroup that's ever been uh, supergrouped. Right, traveling Wilburys wiki. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the debut album. No, Tom Petty. Nineteen eighty-eight to nineteen ninety-one. I think they had three albums. Harrison first mentioned the band during a radio interview with Bob Coburn on the show Rockline. When asked how he planned to follow up the success of his Cloud Nine album, I got my mindset on you. I got my mindset on you. <clears throat> Harrison replied, what I'd really like to do next is to do an album with me and some of my mates. To this new group I got in mind, it's called the Traveling Wilburys. I'd like to do an album with them, and then later we can all do our own albums again. According to Jeff Lynn, who co-produced Cloud9, Harrison introduced the idea of the two of them starting a band together around two months into the sessions for his album, which began in early January 1987. When discussing who all the other members might be, Harrison chose Bob Dylan and Lynn opted for Roy Orbison. The term Wilbury also originated during the Cloud Nine sessions, referring to recording errors created by faulty equipment. Harrison jokingly remarked to Lynn, We'll bury we'll bury him in the mix. Wilbury. Therefore, they used the term for any small error in performance. Harrison first suggested the Trembling Wilburys as the group name 
At Lynn's suggestion, they amended it to the Traveling Wilburys. Aha! Uh-huh. So that was it. Where's the Tom Petty introduction? Uh, the band members decided to create a full album together. Uh, they made the videos. Uh, then, yeah, I, I swear to God, Tom Petty was not in that first in, uh, incarnation of the band. They added him. I'm telling you, they added him. But I don't want to sit here and read this. You'll have to find it on your own. <clears throat> all right, what about Damn Yankees with Ted Nugent and that guy from Sticks? Okay, all right. Yeah, um, I like that band. It was some great classic butt rock. You had Tommy Shaw from Styx, Jack Blades from Night Ranger. You had Ted Nugent and Michael Cardelloni on bass. Don't Tread on Me. Of course, Ted is going to be in a band where the song is called Don't Tread on Me. Coming of Age, which is another kind, one one of those rapey Ted Nugent songs. I'm completely getting off track here. I did not want to talk about any of this. Uh, be joined in, by, in moments by Kyle from freaking um, Dumpster Divers. All right. I had a piece of video and now I can't find it. Where is it? Um, all right. Doesn't matter. I don't need it. This is Jeremy Grant of the Detroit Pistons. Let me set the scene for you. He's standing at center court opening night for the Detroit Pistons at Little Caesars Arena. The spotlight is on him. He's in his warm-ups. He's got a microphone. He's going to greet the fans. This is year 75 of the NBA. This guy addresses the crowd. This is what Jeremy Grant says to them. Thank you to Jacob Bennett from Bennett Flooring Installation for sending this along. How y'all doing? Good to, it's good to have y'all back in the, in the little season arena. Uh, I know it's been a long year last year. Uh, good to... Time to celebrate uh, NBA's 70-year uh, anniversary, and uh, so I want to tell y'all that uh, all year we'll be working hard all, all year. Thank you for for coming. Uh, enjoy the game. Go Pistons! All right, that was absolutely horrible, and probably one of the worst things I've ever heard spoken into a microphone. And I used to work with Ben, so that's saying a lot. Um, are you telling me? Uh, you don't have the ability to simply talk like a normal human and speak. That's the best you could do. Is this guy uh, sounding like he's four years old doing a book report? What? Hold on. Let me, uh, let me break this down further. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? All right. Good to, hey, it's good to have y'all back. 
Good to have y'all back. In the Little Caesars Arena. In the Little Caesars Arena. Uh, I know it's been a long year last year. I know it's been a long year. Year. Good to time to celebrate. Good to time to celebrate. Uh, NBA 70 year. Uh, NBA 70 year. It's 75. It says 70 year. Uh, anniversary. Uh, anniversary. Uh, so uh, want to tell y'all that. Want to tell y'all that. Uh, all year we'll be working. All year we'll be working. Hard all, all year. Thank Hard all year. Thank you for, for coming. Uh, Thank you for coming. Uh, enjoy the game. Go pissing. Don't cheer him. You boo somebody that doesn't have the acumen to speak like a big boy. That guy may be great at basketball, but that's embarrassing. Is that the absolute best? Because you know the coach is like, all right, hey, uh, uh, league wants us uh, to, you want you to address the fans, NBA, it's fantastic, uh, whatever. Uh, you're all multimillionaires. Uh, which one of you, 10 or however many there are on a team, is doing this? No one raises their hand. All right, don't make me just pick one of you. Because if you're the coach and you just pick one, you're going to pick the one that actually uh, has some ability to speak in front of a group of people, right? Or do you like uh, do a drawing? Who gets the short straw to speak in front of however many people are at the stupid basketball game last night? Cade Cunningham is the top draft pick for the Pistons. He didn't play. He's hurt. That's a bummer. I love that guy. I can't wait to watch that guy play. Now, I've heard Cade Cunningham speak before, and he seems to have some ability to convey thought. So I don't know why they didn't make him do it. He's not doing anything. Guy's not even playing. Make Cade Cunningham do it. Don't make Jeremy Grant do it. The guy can't even speak. Before I bring in the one and only Kyle for another rip-roaring edition of Let's Kill, and I see him. You can't see him, but I can see him. He's fixing his hair. He's got his uh, coffee, I'm assuming. And uh, yeah, Eric Zane, ready to chill. Whatever, Eric Zane. Uh, We'll be bringing him in in a moment. All right. Remember... Bleeding Heart Brian uh, wants you to carry your pistol concealed so that in the event something shitty happens in the world, you can be a sheepdog. Eric Zane, that is never going to happen. What are you, crazy? Yeah, that never happens in the world. Uh, Carrying a pistol is one thing. Carrying a pistol concealed is another thing and oh so very important. You should all be carrying a pistol legally in the great state of Michigan. And the only way to do that is you have to take the class before anything. Go to at Prince Army on Facebook or just click on the Prince Army logo at ericsaintshow.com and there you go. Uh, click on events on the Facebook page. Thursday, November 18th is the next class. Happens at VFW Post 2144 in Holland, Michigan. Uh, sign up for the class at Prince Army on Facebook. Cost you 125 bucks. Four hours on November 18th. Four hours on November 20th. Then you're done. Thank you to Prince Army for sponsoring the show. Bleeding heart, bleeding heart, Brian, you're a jackass.
The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy Video Lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. Never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters. One second unlocking with, get this, AI self-learning chip embedded. The more you use it, the more accurate it will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You got to try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one triple security with Eufy. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And then thanks again to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, NMLS number 3035. I don't know. But if you're looking for a mortgage, for a home, okay, first of all, pro tip, get a mortgage that's more than the home that you're looking to buy because you are going to get into a bidding war. Uh, this home looks awesome. It costs $200,000. You you can't have a $200,000 mortgage because that price is going to go up because 10 people are going to bid on the home. That's the way the market is right now. I don't know. So get the uh, mortgage for, I don't know, uh, ten twenty thousand dollars $20,000 more than the home that you're looking at. Reach out to Mario today, 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, I see him checking out the manicure job on his nails. He is Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Kyle, welcome. I've never done my nails in my entire life, but I know what you're talking about. I just clipped them last night, so I was just inspecting the quality of the clippage. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> cuticles, you know, cuticles that kind of, mine always look really wonky. I just kind of like bite them and then they start bleeding everywhere. I've never been a nail biter. Can't do it. Freaks me out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I just, uh, I, I, I bite them and then I roll down the car window and go, <laughs> I spit them out the window because I don't want them to pile up in the car, but occasionally you get, you get one chunk in there. It's like, Oh God. Uh, I used to work with a guy who uh, he's world famous. He goes by the name Freebeer, and he used to actually bite them. And then for the longest time, I would notice that when he would bite them, 
he would never make the move to pull it out and throw it away. And then oh, I would no. hear, I would hear like a strange, like a, uh, like a clicking noise going on. Like he was biting like a, a, a peanut or a shell or something. Oh, and, then, no. and then I, I asked him, I go, Hey, what, what's going on there? And he said, yeah, I, I consume those. I eat them. I, I bite them into bits and then I swallow what? them. Think about yeah. the fiber content. I mean, he yeah. was taking good dumps, man. Yeah, he's a weird, weird dude. Weird, uh, just an odd, odd duck. It just a, it always has been the weirdest fucker you could possibly yeah. imagine. He eats that shit, and he is, uh, oh boy, he's a sick, disgusting fool. Anyway, how are you, young man? I'm doing good, dude. I was just reading these. Look at my guy Dean Root over there, dude, blocking the zipper lane. <laughs> this is, this is good stuff over here. Is that is that what he's uh he's he indicated that that's what he likes to do? Yeah, he said I'd be proud of him and I am and I feel good about that. <laughs> yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. He's kind of uh he's kind of like a wild card like that. I I I <laughs> I, 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 I suspect nothing nothing less. First thing I got to do is talk about the terrible thing that's happening in my life right now. Let me tell you how <laughs> There's really no supply chain of dumpster divers, but let me tell you how the supply chain surrounding dumpster divers has affected the business. Uh, the local Panera, right down the road over there, decided labor shortage is killing us, so they, they changed their hours to 9 a.m. is when they opened up, right? What? Yeah, so 9 a.m. open time for Panera now. Now, we open at 8, right? And before they're open at, I don't know, 5, 6. I don't know when they used to open up, but they used to be open up pretty early, right? Uh-huh. So now we're over here going, how the heck are we supposed to start our day without going to get our coffee? We have like a like a little mini morning meeting, which is we stand there and tell jokes as we're getting our coffee. And then we were all, how the heck are we supposed to do it when they open at 9 a.m.? You know what I mean? So like I was joking with Amelia. I'm like, we're just going to start telling these customers that the earliest arrival is about 930. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 Because if that's not there and that when I said you're probably drinking your coffee, you are not actually consuming the coffee right now. Can't do it. They decided to open up exactly the same time I'm supposed to be on this show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Um, yeah. Tyler says, I guess dumpster divers opens at 930 now. <laughs> right. I'm saying like, I'm kind of like, I'm like a little serious about it. Cause like some, it's pretty, sometimes it's rough delivering a dumpster pre coffee. You know what I mean? So now if you, if you make it at home, if you are going to make it at home, what are you making? I'm a, it's all light roast, baby. It's, I, I just get like, at, I mean, like one of those K cup things at home. So I just you go to Myers and like get the Meyer brand light roast. You just, you know, plug it in. No big deal. Okay. Uh, Cause I do light rose, but it's got, it has to be Starbucks Pike's place. Oh, I see. You're a status guy. I gotcha. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Because even if it's Starbucks breakfast blend, there's a huge, huge difference. Their breakfast I, blend does taste a bit. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. So in a pinch, I'll go breakfast blend, but Starbucks Pike's place. Same thing. Put it into the little K cup dealio so you don't have to, you know, you 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 like make your own K cup. The reusables. I got gotcha. you. Yes, yes. Save yourself a ton of cash. Oh my God. But you know, you've got that unlimited thing at Panera, but now I mean, but you paid for to be able to have the, the coffee and now you can. I mean, this is bullshit. 
I, I know. Like, part of it makes me think, though, like, when I really start putting it through the old brain, is maybe they should stop giving people unlimited coffee for eight ninety nine a month, and that's why they can't afford the labor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Well, um, so when are you bringing the dumpster over? I've said to you, come bring me the dumpster. Yeah, you know what? Let me look at the schedule right now. Um, yeah. Although, yeah, when did you send that email? Like yesterday? Yesterday we were, I was screaming at you. Yes. Yeah. You but know, the, day I before, could... the day before I said, bring me a dumpster, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what? I, to be honest with you, I could probably bring it over later today. Nice. Um, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll just do that. And I, we have your phone number now. Cause you text us and you said, you said something crazy. Yeah. What do you mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll just do it today. Cause tomorrow's bit. Emilio's going on, he's on vacation this weekend. So tomorrow's just me and it's busy. Saturday is busy. Unless yeah. you want it next week. You said you were going to ask the boss. Um, well, if you drop it off, what, what, how long, do, how does it price again? Is it a certain amount for a certain amount of days or something like that? Yeah, I think, you know what? Let me look you up. Cause I bet last time you did, um, I think we did weekend. Yeah, I think you did a three-dayer. Yeah, if I drop it off later today, we just pick it up on Monday. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we'll do. So if you did that, that'd be fine. You'd make the queen of the forest happy. Heck yeah. I'm doing it today. Okay. Um, o and six are the lions, and that last one was a real stinker. I mean, there there wasn't really anything. I mean, you know how the other games, there was like they were in it and they came back or long field goal they lost or something like that. This one was from beginning to end, they just got oh, hammered. Yeah. Now we're getting into, now it's getting real. They yeah. suck shit. <laughs> yeah, man. We, we, although we never do good against the Bengals. Like we, it's, we're just terrible against the Bengals at all times. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I, you know, I would argue that they're terrible against everybody at some point. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you might have a point on that one. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, it's been rough. Um, it's been real rough. It's uh, I had to. We went to me and me and Blue. We went to Chicago this weekend for a cons, and um, on the way back, I mean, I, it, it takes forever to get back. So I was listening to the listening to it on the radio again, and it was just unpleasant this time. We did we did a bit. Of, we drank some booze. Um, yeah. And so you know you're already low energy, and then you're just sitting there listening to that trash on the radio. It was rough. What 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 was the concert? Um, it's a band called Laney. It's like a kind of, I don't know, I guess you call it like kind of poppy-ish, but also a little bit, alter she calls it alternative rocky, kind of like chilly. It's like pretty, I don't know. <laughs> it stands for LA, New York. Look it up. It's just, yeah, they got some pretty good songs. I, I'm a classic rock guy, but I, you can you can listen to them a little bit. Okay. How many people are there? A few hundred people there for this show? It was, it was a lot, it was a lot of people there. You ever, you ever been to the Aragon ballroom in Chicago? No, no, it's, but it's bigger than the intersection and it was full. It's, it was way bigger than the intersection and it was full. And there was like a second level too, where you can like sit on the balcony and try not to get Abe Lincoln. But, um, yeah, it was, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people there. What was the Abe Lincoln's thing? Say that again. They had like, it's like a ballroom. So like, up in the like on the second level, they had like those little balcony things. Oh, used, like where Abe Lincoln got blown. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> so they had those up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're getting a um, 
Uh, Sarah writes Kant's because you because <laughs> you you did that thing that you do and and people love that when you shorten words and uh, so there you go. All right, yeah. well, what's on you? What's on your mind, Kyle? I mean, seriously. Um, so first thing, I need to give a shout out to um, and I know he listens because he said he listens and I've seen his name before. Uh, one of your listeners, Stephen Hyde, uh, he reached out to us last week and we just went and gave this while well, we took measurements anyways point is we're probably gonna do some demo work uh-huh. for, him, for this other guy because he's like a general contractor or whatever. yeah anyway, so we might um we gotta send him over that estimate but uh no that's sure. good that's good stefan actually is how he pronounces it he's a wonderful Stephen, uh yeah. contractor hide construction so that's cool that you through the podcast you guys have kind of connected you know he helped build this studio stefan hyde did oh heck yeah he sure did. Um, well, here's the cool part is this uh, this show is finally starting to pay off, dude. No, I'm just messing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've had people, we've had a lot of people reach out and be like, yeah, I heard, I heard about you on the Eric Zane show. So Yeah, you I'm, know how uh, it is. Oh, no, that's cool, dude. It's, uh, everybody busts my balls. You know? <laughs> um, um, so that's a cool thing. Yep. Okay. Sorry. I thought you were going to say something. Um, no, no, that's all right. That's all right. This is just. I've been wanting to talk about it. I'm actually, there's some things that need to happen with this lady. Um, but, and hopefully she listens to this because if she listens to this, I'm mad at her and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to blow her up. Everybody should do this. Go to our, not right now, pay attention to the show right now, but um, on our Google page. So here's what, here's the thing. We got a bad review from this lady, right? She gave us one stars and we're a five-star company. Like we're, it's all five stars all the time because we're good. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. So this lady, um, so he, here's the background on the little sets, right? We use this third-party company to like book, help us book dumpsters, like that we just have laying around. You know what I mean? Like instead of just having some sit at the end of the week, like they'll help us fill them. So, anyways, yeah, um, yeah, that lady right there. So, anyways, so she's not even our customer, right? So she used that. They're called Budget Dumpsters. Um, I think that's the name of the company. Anyway, so she called them because she instead of calling local, because Budget Dumpsters is not from here. They're it's like like a they're just, I think they're from Ohio maybe, but they're just like third party. It's all on the internet, whatever. Um, so instead of keeping it local, she called them, and um, then so she ordered a twenty yard dumpster. So we brought her out a twenty yard dumpster. So then she goes, oh, that's not a 20-yard dumpster, which it is. So I, I don't know how to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to argue it. So um, she disagrees with and took measurements. I don't know, like, what measurements she took. But she goes, oh, this is a 10-yard dumpster, which is right. that, right? So then she tries to call budget dumpsters to ask them questions. And they won't answer the phone, right? Because I think it was a weekend. Right. So, and again... I guess this whole time she still thinks it's us. I don't, I don't really know. So um, they didn't call her back and like, blah, blah, blah. She was all mad. And then she, we got word finally, like on Monday when the budget dumpster sent us an email and they're like, Oh, Hey, the customer, you dropped them off a 10 yarder. And I'm like, no, like we didn't, it's a 20 yarder. So then I sent right. him the measurements. I'm like, here's the measurements. It actually measures out to 21 cubic yards. You know, it's bigger. Right. Because so what, and then, like, just so no, I was just gonna say, just so everybody's aware, it isn't just the length; it's the length 
And then you have to throw the height and the width of it right. to, to give it to you. And though you explain that to her, she's just measuring the length of the dumpster. Right. So, yeah. So um, anyways, then they were going to reach back out and I don't know what happened. So anyways, then she uh, was like, I want them to get the dumpster out of here because it wasn't a 20 yarder. Yeah. So then when usually that happens, they didn't put anything in it. Right. But I go there and that thing's it's full. It's chock full. Right. And I'm like, okay, so she liked the dumpster enough to throw stuff in it, right? <laughs> like 21 right. cubic yards worth of stuff. Anyway, so then we got it out of there. And then she writes us this bad review, right? And Ugh. like in the review, she's like, yeah, she, I think the first sentence is, uh, yeah, it was smaller than I thought it was going to be, which just, I don't know. Like, what did you, what did you think it was going right, to look like? Right, right. Um, but anyway, so then she was mad about the fact that, um, she tried to call and nobody would answer the phone, which we can't do anything about that because they don't, it doesn't come through to us. It goes no. through to them, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so then she's all mad at us and she won't, uh, she gives us one star. So anyways, I've been trying, I tried to contact her a couple of times just to like try to explain to her the situation. She won't answer the phone. I left some voicemails. She won't answer the phone. Um, I, then I, I was trying to go through budget dumpsters. I'm like, listen guys, like this is your customer, not ours technically. Right. Um, so like, can we, we need to work together to get this review taken down or edited or something. You know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. anyways, so it's nothing's happening. Right. So I'm, I'm very close because listen, everyone out there should know this. We are dumpster divers. We're a new age company, right? Like we're not a, the customer's always right type company. <laughs> if they're an idiot, we're going to fucking let them know. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I, I tried, I tried being polite about it and doing, taking all like the, you know, like the professional correct avenue yeah. situation. Nothing's happening. Right. So um, I'm going to call this lady one more time. She's probably not going to answer. I'm going to leave her voice. I'm going to tell her if you don't call us back by whatever date I come up with, um, I'll be like, I'm going to respond to that review and you're going to feel real fucking dumb after that because I'm going to rip you. I'm going to rip her apart. Yes. Yes. Because yes. It's not cool with me when people just, are willing to destroy. I mean, she didn't destroy her, and we're still four point nine stars. But we're a five star company. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. Just, and we we're not the ones that didn't answer the phone. You know what I mean? And it is a it's twenty one cubic yards of a dumpster, and it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it all down for her, and then she's gonna feel just super dumb, and I don't want to do that to her, but I will. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I see her name. Uh, she's uh, she's got a couple of 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 uh reviews and i'm guessing uh we could track her down because you know if you really want to uh, go the extra mile uh patriot nick writes find out what she does for a living and bad review bomb her business <laughs> i like that <laughs> oh my god uh adam says i re had i just reported her comment as not being relevant to your company right so here's the is thing, right? So we did that a bunch of times. Google, this is the problem. Google owns the earth and everybody knows that. And that's the word you gotta like, you gotta like jump through all these hoops just to get your business to pop up like where you want it to and like where, where it's supposed to. But then like, yeah, we did that too. We reported the comment and like, they give you like five choices of like one sentence reasons and like very, like there's not many words. And so like we click the reason and then, they're never going to look at it. And then they'll, they'll auto email us back and be like, Oh, we'll let you know if we have any questions about it. And it's just going into an algorithm. It's not, there's no person actually looking at it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, somebody made a good suggestion. 
and says that uh, I should try to get her on the phone as we speak. Oh, man. Dude, that's funny, dude. Do it. Just start, like this is Eric Zane from the Eric Zane show. You might know me. You, from. Has she? Has there been any indication as to where she is? Uh, what, what do you mean? Like her house? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I know where it is because I dropped the dumpster off there. Okay. Is it in Hudsonville? No. Do you know her phone number? I I do. Do you, do you want me to call her? I will if you want me to. I mean. You don't want me to. You don't want me to. No, I don't want to do it if you don't want me to. Well, I I just never been in this situation in my life where I'm looking at radio. I'm gonna call somebody on the radio. You know what I mean? No, no. I I tell you what. I I I think we we hold, but we hold off on. I think it's a great idea, but I I don't. But I I think I think we're. I I don't think we're there yet. (laughs) I I'm actually making the decision. I mean, I want to do it, and everybody wants me to do it, but I don't. I I'm looking out for you here. Yeah. I think I think it gets a little bit wonky uh, if if I do do that. Maybe one day the time will call uh, to be able to do that. But I think you need to handle this on your own because the last thing I would want is your lovely wife to get upset at me because she would be like, you know, I don't like that. And I, I, I want to stay on the good side of blue. And if I mess with your business somehow, that would be weird. Yeah, I uh, here's what I'll do. I'll call her and try to, and then I'll be like, "Listen, if you don't call back by next Thursday at nine a.m., we're gonna call you on the radio, dude." <laughs> well, maybe I should. Well, maybe I wouldn't say that though, because then she's not gonna answer the phone. No, you can uh, if you if you give her a, another opportunity uh, politely with what you have been doing, um, then maybe we maybe we revisit this. You know, yeah. and we try to get and and honestly, the way I would approach this, I don't I wouldn't just call her up and yell at her and say terrible things to her. Honestly, I would probably just say, Hello, I am, and I am here with, and this is let me explain this to you. Maybe you could uh, see, and we would like you to change your review. Would you please do that for us? Oh, dude, you that's know? that's what I already did. You know what I mean? Uh, that's, oh, okay. The voicemail I left was probably about two and a half minutes long, where like that's how it started. And I explained the situation and I was like, Hey, like, I mean, I didn't say it like this. I'm being very blunt right now, but I was like, you're not, our, you're not our customer. You know what I mean? Like you're a d- budget dumpsters customer. Right. But right. I mean, all nice. And I use my customer service voice and you know, all that, all that type of junk. Um, but yeah, I'm getting, I'm pissed about it because the, I, like Google's not doing nothing about it. The budget dumpsters not doing nothing, but there's just a lot of things going on. That's not happening. So, yeah, I'm just not going to let this lady win eventually. No, I I, I agree with you, and uh, and and uh, I'm getting. Uh, you can see the comments; they're all like, "Do it, do it, do it, do it." Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, Jason says, "Do it for all the small business, uh, small businesses out there." But yeah, I, uh, I, I cannot, I cannot do this. I can't with good. Um, I don't want to put you in that position yet. I need to. We need to have another yeah. conversation. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that would be funny though. Like. I'm, we are trying to start. We're trying to start a revolution for sure. Because yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you see, like online reviews everywhere. There's just like these ladies out there just upset about stuff, and they're just laying it down. And it's like, dude, like a business. Yes, a business tries to cater to you individually, but the business is the business. Like sometimes, a lot of these times, these customers are dumb. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. Like a lot of times, we're 
a lot of times people will call us and be like, I need a dumpster like within 30 minutes. And like, if it's a full day, we're like, oh, like, can you do tomorrow? Or like, we just, right. and then they get like mad at us and they're like, oh, you see, right. it's like, I okay, I serious? it's today. I, it's right now. <laughs> I have the same feeling. I have the same feeling when it comes to dealing with some of these uh, anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers. I'm like, why are you so dumb? Why, what the hell? And there, I'm looking at them right now. It's the same thing. I'm like, would you just listen to me for once? But they don't. They don't listen to me. Stupid. All right. Uh, anything else, Mr. Kyle, that you want to touch on? Um, let, whoa. What, oh, it's almost 930, huh? Let's, uh, oh, let you got to go. We got it. We got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. Yeah, we got we got to wrap it up. I guess. Um, yeah, I didn't even get to say really anything funny, but that's no, okay. you did. I think it's good. I love the conversation <laughs> with you. I, I, I tell you what, it bright. I look forward to these so much because when you are in a like I am, I'm in a room talking to a camera with dogs, and there are two guaranteed times every week that I'm talking to a person. Sometimes more, my dad. Sometimes my wife. You. I love this. So anytime I can share a conversation, it's one of my favorite things. Heck yeah, because that's what it's all about is just having a good time. Oh. That's what I say. Simple as that for me. Okay, I'll probably see you later on today. If I don't, just put it in the usual spot off to the side there. And uh, okay. yeah, okay. Heck yeah. All right, I'll give you a call later. All right, peace. Thank you. See ya. Yeah, buddy. One only Kyle from Dumpster Divers. My wife and I, we were going to, we went to Chicago for a cons. <laughs> and then the, uh, you know, Lincoln up there, that's the place where we got blown. Uh, I, I, we, we, we got tons of response to that. That is just, I love that guy so much. Josh, I hope the review goes away, but imagine Zane and Kyle trying to give a math lesson on next week's podcast. Well, we were, I think we were close. I think the, uh, if you're talking about, uh, uh, yardage square yardage. Yeah. You're measuring, uh, various lengths and widths and heights and depths and things like that. So don't, don't act like I'm not wrong or don't act like I'm wrong. I know I'm right. Kind of, sort of. All right. I see Rick Steinebach uh, in the audience from TC Paintball. He wanted to get her on the phone. Everybody wanted me to get her on the phone. I just can't. That, that's uh, just the alarms going off in my head. I, we're, we're not quite there. That's a Kyle thing. I don't want to fuck up his business. Can you imagine if she then uh, adds to the uh to the review that he's harassing her with a local podcaster that might get weird ladies and gentlemen uh from the world famous uh, cardiff electric uh podcast the uh most popular podcast on the internet um he writes so uh, why are you dodging me erica cardiff i am not dodging you you have uh in fact i can bring you on the show right this second if you email me, I don't know if I have your email. Do I have your email? Um, I don't think I have your email. If I do, I can't look for it. Might be on the, uh, might be in my DMs. I'll tell you what, Cardiff, I'm going to send you a link right now. Okay. Get into your disguise. 
and I will send you a link. And you can join me on the podcast as we speak. And then, uh, Cardiff Electric from the most famous podcast on the internet today. It will prove to you that I am not dodging you. The last thing I want you to do is to think that I am dodging you, young man. So there you go. I have just, uh, I've just sent you the link. All you need to do, Cardiff Electric, is get into your disguise. Click the link that I just sent you on uh, on your direct message and Twitter. And you too will be on this show. It's not nearly as popular as the Cardiff Electric podcast. But I would like to think that there is a place for you on this show. You were kind enough to feature me on the Cardiff Electric podcast. So damn right, I would love you to be a guest on mine. If you join me, I need to know the format of the Karloff podcast. Another podcast that you are somehow involved in. Similar to the Creep Off, it's the Karloff. Carl, uh, Cardiff, I, 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 aren't you a musician? Didn't I, didn't I detect you playing a, a bass guitar the other day? Is that, is that what I noticed? What is going on here? Well, we shall see if you are in fact dodging me. I gave you an explicit invite to the show and I will re, uh, remain patient and wait for you. To see if you join me on today's podcast. <clears throat> well, I sent it along. So either you're dodging me or you're not. We shall see. All right. Thank you again to Kyle from uh, Dumpster Divers for joining me on the show. I've got merch at ericsaneshow.com. Click on it. Check out what we have. Sweatshirts, um, T-shirts, long sleeve, short sleeve, all different styles, all different colors, all their different logo designs, all at ericsaneshow.com. Hang on. Excuse me. Comedy, fullhousecomedy.com. Go see a show this weekend if you are in West Michigan. In town, tonight, Jonathan Martin at the Ambrosia Theater. Hot off, the, hot off of his performance at the world-famous Howard City Lanes. You can check out Jonathan Martin at the Ambrosia Theater tonight, tomorrow, also at Rockford Lanes. Paul Rodriguez is at Billy's Lounge uh, tomorrow for two shows. And then Friday, he's at Back Alley Comedy Club. And then Saturday, the, uh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Friday is at Billy's Lounge. That's the 22nd. Saturday, the 23rd at Back Alley Comedy Club. Sunday, the 24th at the Park Theater. Okay. Paul Rodriguez, Jonathan Martin in town. Go see a show. Fullhousecomedy.com. Chris writes, TikTok Cardiff. 
Patriot Nick says this guy's shtick is so weird. Sorry, not sorry, Cardiff. Yeah, he's a little emo Phillips slash uh, between two ferns slash uh, Chris Farley character interviewing Paul McCartney slash dude shadowy. Still don't see you. Where are you, Cardiff? What is going on? I invite you to my show, and you're letting me hang. All right. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid invites you to check them out if you need your car repaired. They've got a great, great... Uh, uh, they're they're kind of like um, uh, dumpster divers. That's a five-star company right there. 616-532-6600. Uh, irvines.com that's e-r-v-i-n-e-s.com you have a trusted source in west michigan to get your vehicle repaired um for a lot of folks when it comes to getting your vehicle repaired that's half of it there's that that uh predisposition that people think that they're am i getting ripped off you could be at any other place it's possible that will not happen at irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid Family-run business, veteran-slash-lady-owned, 616-532-6600 in West Michigan. If you're driving along 44th Street, just a few blocks east of 131, there they are on a side street called Stafford. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid. Okay. Cardiff, I have to go potty. I'm going to go tinkle. When I come back, I better see you in the waiting room. Okay. No more screwing around. It's time for you to join me on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Hang on. All right. Cardiff is in the waiting room. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first. Uh... As you know, the most famous podcast on the internet today is not Joe Rogan, it's not Mark Marin, it's not uh, Dax Dax uh, Dax Shepard. It's uh, not even who are these podcasts? It is the most famous podcast on the internet today, the uh, one and only Cardiff Electric Podcast. Cardiff, welcome to the show. Hello, Eric. How are you? And well, Cardiff, uh, it's a busy morning for you. Thank you for taking the time to join me on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's nice that you finally stopped dodging me. No, Cardiff, you've said that before, uh, me dodging you. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, I've, I've been on your show, Cardiff. Well, it's, you're just scared to acknowledge the truth. What, what uh, truth is that, Cardiff? That you're inferior to stuttering John Melendez. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Is, is, I, you said uh, the, uh, the truth was I'm dodging you, and now you've, you've segued over to something about stuttering, stuttering John Melendez. Children, you're dodging me because you're afraid of the truth. Yeah, but I'm not dodging you. I just invited you, and here you are. That's not dodging you. That's in, I, I, I'm welcoming you into my show. I forced your hand. Okay, Cardiff. Uh, tell me about your long history with stuttering John, because uh, 
Now, I would think that you two would be tight, but hasn't he blocked you from from him? Well, that is the reason I'm on the show today, to drive awareness for the unblocked Cardiff movement on the internet. So okay. please, to all your listeners, use the hashtag UnblockCardiff on all your social media posts. Okay, Cardiff, uh, that's uh, that's Thank all. You. That's all fair. Uh, I, 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 hopefully, maybe, uh, maybe that uh, will catch fire, and John will see that. Of course, John's very busy and very popular. You know, he does a he does a podcast on uh, as as well. That is his. Yes, very good podcast. Absolutely, he's been in movies. He's done a national radio show for many years. He was on network television. He was on oh, yeah. a celebrity. Get me out of here. He was the announcer and writer on the Tonight Show. Didn't he did also, you know? wasn't he, I did know that, wasn't he also the writer for the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, uh, roast? Wasn't that right? Yes, that was one of the many things that he's written for. He's also written books, best-selling books. His band has had best-selling albums, gold, and platinum records. Have you ever done any of those things? Cardiff, I can't say that I have. So, yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue with what you with what you're suggesting. Yes. So please, everyone go to Amazon.com and order Easy For You To Say by Stuttering John Melendez. It's a great read. Um, is it, does it hurt you knowing that you are blocked by Stuttering John, Carter? It's obviously a misunderstanding. That's why I am arriving awareness through inferior podcasts such as yours. Cardiff, tell me about the Carl Off podcast. That's, uh, that's not... Is it? It's a. It's a new podcast, isn't it? Right? Isn't that right? It's. It's a recent addition to the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network, where we discuss true crime, and horror uh, movies. Okay, so you kind of blend those things together. It's a separate segment, it, but it's its own podcast, correct? Because you invited me to be on it. I'm trying to figure out how I would uh, how I would approach it. So what we do when we have guest hosts on, the Karloff, we compete with each other where both hosts will bring a story to the show. Wow. Then, I, it, okay. I think I've heard that before somewhere. It's almost like it's been done before. And then the listeners will decide which was the creepiest or Carliest, as okay. we like to say. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. So this week, uh, next week on the show, if you will... You know, stop dodging me and join the show. I would like you to prepare a Carl-based creep, or Carla, that is acceptable, and uh, we will see who the listeners think is more creepy. Uh, Cardiff, we're getting mixed reviews, okay? Now, Patriot Nick loves you. Says, this guy makes me laugh. I don't care that the rest of you don't get it. Uh, I'm not sure what he means by that. Uh, what is he implying, do you think? This guy makes me laugh. I don't. I'm not sure. I, he's obviously a Donald Trump fan, so I'm not <laughs> sure where he's going with this. Uh, Rick uh, writes, "This is super annoying. He is not a fan, uh, Cardiff." So, so here's the deal. One of the worst things you can do on a podcast is read the comments from the listeners. So I would advise you not to do that. Okay, now, so basically I'm showing... I also showing... do another podcast uh-huh. called Whom Are These Podcasts? And what we do is we correct podcasters' grammar. So if you would like, I could review your show on Whom... 
I, are these I, podcasts. Uh, or if you go to my Patreon and select the top level, the podcast school, I can review your podcast and give you tips on being better. Uh, Cardiff, I think that's a wonderful idea. And I think that, that adding that to your stable of shows, uh, Cardiff Electric Podcast, whom are these podcasts, the Carl off, um, can't the Joe write, Rogan experience is on our network as well. Yes, you you added the Joe the Joe Rogan experience to your network. That's uh what a what a get. I mean, seriously, that's uh, to be able to get that. I mean, I it's not as popular as some of your other podcasts, but that's still a very good get for you. It's growing. Um, explain the mask. That seat looks to be a very involved bit of uh, um, masquerading that you're um, that you're that you're doing there, Cardiff. You know that is a question I get a lot, especially from people in your part of America. We are concerned here about a disease, a virus going around called COVID-19. So because I'm in my podcast studios right now, I need to wear this mask to protect myself and my coworkers in the podcast studios. I so see. that's why I wear the mask to protect against, I wear gloves. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have hand sanitizer here. So, you know, we're trying to be safe. The most important thing at the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network is safety. I see. I see. What is that behind you, Cardiff, that uh, uh, white thing? It looks like what you put your, or is that in front of you? What is that white thing there? Yeah, that. What is that? Is that, is that your mic? Yes, it oh is. Oh, my God. <laughs> my microphone. Okay, I had never seen one like that. It looks like a toy. It is a blue snowball available on Amazon.com. Use promo code Cardiff Electric and get 10% off. Uh, all right. Well, Cardiff, um, I tell you what, uh, just you being here has absolutely made my day. Every one of the audience uh, loves you guys uh, over there at the Cardiff Electric Podcast and your network of shows. I want to encourage them to hashtag their tweets and, and post unblock Cardiff and perhaps Stuttering John will, uh, you know, let you back into the, uh, into the uh, fold, if you will. Yeah, just correcting a mistake, a simple error. Clerical error. All right, Cardiff, I appreciate your help and uh, and being a supporter of the show. Can I can I call you a supporter of the show, Cardiff? No. <laughs> Cardiff, uh, as always, you're fantastic, and I will uh, talk to you possibly next week on the Karloff. Okay, I'll uh, okay. I'll reach out to you. Thank you very much, Erica Zane. Okay, Karloff or Car- uh, 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 Cardiff, I almost called you Karloff. So I'm sorry, Cardiff. I'm an amateur. What do you expect? Oh. <laughs> okay. Dirk writes, great. We're adding shtick to the podcast. Hilarious. There isn't one of you outside of Patriot Nick who finds this in any way, found that in any way humorous. The Duchess writes, is this a joke? Dean, still stuck in this world, says the mask doesn't stop COVID, dummy. Adam likes it. He wrote gloves too with laughy emojis. Dirk wrote, who the fuck wrote this? Bob and Tom? Set him up for more punchlines, please. 
Well, I didn't rehearse this idiot. It, I just got him on there. Dirk says, give me 300. I don't give a shit. This is horrible. Oh my God. What is wrong with you people? The Duchess writes creepy as fuck. Antelope writer Aram writes, seems like a nice enough guy. Boring as hell, but not a bad guy. Chris says, all trolling, but still boring. Kenny says, it indeed was not. Can we go around the room next, says the Duchess. So that's that's crazy, Cardiff. You are getting nearly unanimous negative reviews. What do you have to say for that, Cardiff? I mean, seriously, the next time I have you on, we're going to have to possibly uh, address this. Eric, when's your divorce? Uh, JM Synthetics, assuming that I was, uh, uh, I'm like free bear and hot wings now. I'm glad we couldn't see from the neck down. Uh, Nick says it was referring to it being a troll. The funniest part is that he's a troll and you guys are eating it up. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. The uh, point of all of that, and it's remarkable that I have to break this down with you morons. Hang on a second here. Let me bring Patriot Nick in here. Hey, hang on. Can you believe the backlash and how awesome is it that that he's getting it? Oh, it's fucking hilarious. They're just nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Eating up the troll. The point, you dumbasses, is to get you to do what you're doing and you're so not letting me down. Cardiff I, has a hand up of all their ass. Oh, my God, is that fantastic. Working like puppets. <laughs> oh. And the thing is, they think that I did that like I planned it. And that that couldn't be further from the truth. I, I knew exactly how that was going to go. And for him to be on there doing what he did makes me so happy. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, I'm not sure who that guy is. I think he, I, he kind of started to uh, reveal his identity on the Who Are These podcasts that I was on just this past week. And, but I think people, there are people who are starting to figure out who he is. I don't think any of us know who he is, but I think he's a friend of Carl's, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Yet. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It's a pretty good shtick. It really is. Oh my God. It's so stupid. It's the dumbest. It's supposed to be that way. You idiots. God. <laughs> exactly. Oh, they're like, I don't get it. This is boring. He's not good at talking. He's not really better than Joe Rogan. It's like you idiots! What the fuck? Of course he's not. He's a fuck. He's a he's a. Uh, our word rhymes with me marted. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you dumb fucks! <laughs> Holy shit! Oh shit! He's the worst <laughs> podcast on the internet. That's why you call him the best. You stupid fucking assholes! <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> God damn it. Oh, son of a bitch. I, uh, this isn't fun. 
Dude, I don't get it. This is a shtick. Yes! Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so oh, glad. You, God, God bless you. All right. But keep it, hey, keep it between the lines. I'm not even driving. I'm in an office now. Dirk even goes, uh, uh, he wrote, who the fuck wrote this, Bob and Tom? You're setting them up for the punchlines. <laughs> Dirk was such a mark. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking morons. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later on. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah. Come on, guys. You're better than this. Oh, my God. Everybody's so angry that they're actually taking these weirdo shots that are trying to, they're trying to upset me. Dirk says, this segment makes Kyle's segment entertaining. Andrea says, it was annoying. Oh. Aram says, no, you didn't plan it. It was just annoying. 20 bucks says Cardiff is actually pedicile trying to get back on the show. No, I don't think so. Love these guys, man. That is fantastic. Makes me so happy. All right. Where were we? Ah, hell, we're almost out of time. No, just kidding. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Okay. Now, if any of you watched the special on Netflix, I went into that special on Netflix uh, under the lens of everybody's, uh, that people were pissed off in the transgender, uh, gay, and lesbian community, okay, um, because of something he said. And I thought, well, okay, I, I, I want to see for myself. And so then I watched it. And I said, there's nothing here that is that they have to be upset about. This is all good. He actually is a huge ally to the gay, lesbian, transgender community. If you would fucking get over yourselves, you would realize that. This is a person that is on your team. The problem is you. All right. He even talks about, he goes, uh, when it comes to uh, that community, he's... Uh, he says, I'm more for those stonewall motherfuckers. Uh, he's referring to the stonewall riots that happened uh, way back when that started the entire uh, uh, gay rights movement. It's a, a pivotal uh, time in history. Uh, some of you may not know about it. You'll have to look it up. But uh, he, you know, this guy is not anti-gay, anti-transgender, anything. And uh, you can't get out of your own way enough to be ever realize that because you're uh, too stuck in your cancellation uh, nonsense that you're trying to do to this man who is absolutely uh, unequivocally an American treasure. I consider Dave Chappelle to be one of the most truthful, thoughtful, honest, funny, sweet, kind people on the entire planet. I love Dave Chappelle. He is the absolute shit. Okay. And if you watch what he says and watch the special or listen to it, whatever it may be called the closer, 
and you walk away from that in any way upset at the world, well, then you are, in fact, part of the problem and should fuck off. Netflix employees walked out Wednesday in protest of Dave Chappelle's special. And this article wrote, it's anti-transgender comments. There are none. Uh were joined by allies who chanted trans lives matter getting pushback from counter protesters who also showed up. Well, good. They deserve that. A pre-noon rally at a Netflix office studio complex drew about 100 people, most on the side of an estimated 30 workers at the streaming giant, all woke as hell that joined in afterwards. Some were willing to identify themselves as Netflix employees, but all declined to provide their names. Uh, if I'm Netflix, they're all fired. I fire you all. I have, this is what I have. If I run Netflix, I got a wall in my office full of boxes and, uh, and written in red on every cardboard box. It says fired. And, uh, you get to look at all these fucking idiots. And then you say, okay, come on in. I want to have a word. And you walk in and you point to Uh, Get one of those, get your shit, and get out. uh, Joey Soloway, creator of the groundbreaking Emmy-winning comedy Transparent, was among the speakers at the rally. Chappelle's decision to share, quote, his outrage as comedic humiliation in front of thousands of people and then broadcasting it to hundreds of millions of people is infinitely amplified gender violence. They said, wow, did you see that? I actually rolled my eyes. It couldn't be further from that. Get over yourself and get over it. I want trans representation on the Netflix board this fucking week. The writer director said, if I'm Netflix, I respond with no. Ashley Marie Preston, an activist and the event's organizer, addressed the rally and spoke to the Associated Press afterward. She said that calling out Chappelle for his remarks wasn't enough. I just go back to watch it. And I don't want to put words in his mouth or try to quote him as to what he says. You just need to spend a little bit of time, laugh your ass off, and enjoy what everybody else enjoys. Dave's great. Period. Um, he seems uncancelable to me, and that really makes me happy. And I think part of the reason why he's uncancelable, um, it helps that he's very thoughtful. It helps that it does help that he's black. It does help that he's been through a lot of shit uh, because he's black. It does help that he has a history of walking away, has he indicated, when he feels that uh, uh, wrongs are being committed to him despite it causing him great financial harm. He makes that very clear. Watch that thing. And then tell me, is this guy uh, anti-trans or anti-gay? And if there's anything this guy says that makes you go, oh, no, wait a minute, you got to understand, this is a comedian. And... The fact that Dave Chappelle puts himself out there and boldly plants his flag and says, fuck you, you're not going to cancel me. And here's what I'm going to say about it. And he doesn't give two shits. Tells me that there is hope for people who don't deserve to be canceled to actually get a leg up on those trying to cancel a person. In this case, him.
absolutely flat out bull. And I love it. And I love that there is all of this uh, back, uh, supposed blowback from these people. And there's articles being written. And every Tom, Dick, and Harry is talking about it. Because you know why? That helps him. This guy's got a lot to say. And he's thoughtful when he does it. And Dave is fucking fair. That's why I love Dave Chappelle. The way he, um, not only is he funny, but he gets out in front of it in the special and talks about all these accusations that have been made about him. And he uh, uh, is a surgeon in explaining his side and point of view about it and is funny at the same time. The expertise at which he does it is it's just incredible. And uh, I, I, can't, I, I haven't even gotten, I watched it all the way up and watched that whole part when he's talking about that. And now he's moved on to other things. I still have about another 40 minutes of it to watch, 30 minutes or so. But man, is this guy something. So what else do these assholes want to say? I want trans representation, uh, uh, all these activists and woke motherfuckers. It was important to shift the focus to the people that signed the checks because Dave Chappelle doesn't sign the checks. Netflix does. Well, Netflix loves this. This is great. You are helping Netflix by all of your crying and bitching and moaning. If we have companies like Netflix... Who aren't listening to their employees who are focusing their employees to participate in their own oppression? That's unacceptable. Oppression. Who's being oppressed? Give me a break. We're here to keep people accountable. We're not going anywhere. Efforts are underway to start a dialogue with Netflix executives. They don't care about you. They're laughing at you. Okay? They're loving this. Uh, There were some moments of shoving and pushing among the competing demonstrators, but the conflict was mostly limited to a war of words. Uh, Leah Figueroa, a student from Los Angeles, doesn't work at Netflix, but she said she wanted to back the walkout. While the streaming service offers positive fare for the LGBTQ community, she said it's having it both ways. By also offering a show like Chappelle that includes disparaging comments about trans women. Well, so what? Well, don't watch it. Don't talk about it. People can say what they want. You can't sit there and uh, and uh, and and have your cake and eat it too. You can say, oh yeah, they do a lot for us, but they don't do everything for us. So we don't like that. Too bad. If what you take Dave say, saying uh, as, as disparaging and mean, well, you're just not paying attention to what he's actually saying. You got to really look at it from a lens that isn't so enraged and triggered and understand that Dave speaks from a spot where, first of all, he's had a lot of terrible shit happen to him too, okay? If you can't understand and follow the points he started, he's trying to make in that special, you're just a fucking idiot. You're so enraged, you can't even pay attention to what is happening. I like funny jokes. Transphobia is not a joke. I'll link up the whole article. You can check it out at your leisure, but it's stupid. Uh, finally, uh, no, I'm going to save that for another time. I'm out of time. We are past the time that I want a podcast because I have to go and drive limo. Yes. I've got a limo pickup at noon. 
Uh, Nick writes, uh, accountability isn't an issue. It's no one's fault that they put themselves on a pedestal. Thinking you're out of reach from jokes or criticism is exactly why you get made fun of. Sam writes, ladies and gentlemen and others, Zane's five minutes of common sense for the day. He also mentioned that he had a trans friend commit suicide after getting harassed by the trans Twitter community for supporting him after the last special. My God, that's incredible. I love Dave Chappelle, and I don't like all these assholes who are trying to shut him up. Fuck you, and fuck your stupid movement to cancel him. Asshole of the day in moments. I would love to help your business. All these local businesses behind me have seen, well, some fantastic things happen with their client base. And I would love to tell the world about your business. Just reach out to me on the phone, Eric at Eric Zane show. I'm sorry on the email, Eric at Eric Zane show.com. And I'll tell you all about it. <clears throat> Hang on. Damn it. Getting old. Nominees for asshole of the day. Cardiff Electric is not included in that. If you um, non-creative, uncreative little flowers can't handle the comedy of Cardiff Electric, well, that's your own damn fault. He will be back on this show. And that makes me happy. Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com. Shop online or in person in Granville, Michigan, right next to the Cracker Barrel, across from the car wash on Kennewa by 44th. SarahHondaGranville.com. Yes, it's a little hard to get a brand new vehicle. There's a little, uh, maybe a little wait time there. You can still shop and, uh, and, and figure out what you want to buy and, and make that purchase. Eh, yeah, of course. But you might need a car yesterday. A certified pre-owned Honda from Sarah Honda Granville. On the lot now. Thank you so much. S-E-R-R-A HondaGranville.com uh, what are you waiting for? Reach out to Frank the Tank Fuss. He's a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker for everything insurance related. So you're like, uh, re-enrollment through my work. Zane always talks about this guy. I'm going to call him. It's that simple. Call or text Frank. 616-914-4070. Medicare. Call Frank. Buying insurance on the marketplace, healthcare.gov. Definitely call Frank. You have insurance from your employer, but it's not that great. You want a supplemental policy. When you go to the hospital, they say, do you have supplemental insurance in addition to the, through your employer? Yes, I do. I bought a cheap ass policy from Frank. Fills in all the blank spots. He does that. You can call him, text him, 616-914-4070. Or go to buy, B-U-Y, buyinsurancehere.com and fill out the form. Anywhere in the U.S. There's a couple states he cannot 
uh, service you. But he's got a uh, umbrella of people that can. It all starts with Frank, and it's all free. Everything I've just mentioned is a free service. From Frank, the tank, bus. 616-914-4070. My vote for asshole of the day are all of you people that don't get the comedic genius that is Cardiff Electric. But I don't know if I'm going to make it that. Now, Dirk, who's so butthurt by this. Dirk Dirk is butthurt by everything. I'm butthurt by your QAnon conspiracy theories. Uh, says Nick should be the asshole of the day for being a brown noser. Kenny, who, uh, uh, fuck, Jesus, you're so far gone. There's, it's impossible. Kenny, Kenny doesn't get knock, knock jokes. So there's no way we could expect him to get, uh, the Cardiff electric podcast appearance on this show. I mean, seriously. All right. Dirk wrote, not butthurt about shit. You rolled the dice and it flopped. Well, I don't think that's the case at all. I loved it. Didn't flop in my eyes. It flopped in your eyes, but you're uh, you're watching the show. Who gives a shit? Kenny wrote, there was nothing funny about Cardiff. And literally, your entire audience is telling you that minus one. Well, I'm listening to a bunch of uh, uh, vocal loudmouths here on the live stream who don't know funny if it if it would hit him in the fucking face. Dennis adds, still trying to find out, figure out what I was supposed to get. I don't know. I can't help it if you guys don't get it. The only way the Cardiff bit would have been clever is if Cardiff and Nick are the same person. What? Wait a minute. You mean you don't know who Cardiff is, really? You don't know about that. Okay, I absolutely um, took too much for granted. And I'm not going to reveal who it is. My God, you guys. I, I mean, this is really uh, blowing my mind here. All right. Um, today, we talked about uh, the show moving to t- uh, Twitch. Uh, Here Be Rabbit doesn't get Twitch. He's a fucking moron. Queen of the Forest Home. Parents of a young child last night. Queen of the Forest had a rough day yesterday at the school. Mike Ball's interaction with a moron. Uh, Jeremy Granite of the, the Detroit Pistons is terrible at speaking. Let's kill. We had Kyle from Dumpster Divers on. Dave Chappelle. We had Cardiff Electric on the show. That was awesome. I would say the asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Um, has to be the trans community. Oh, shit, Eric Zane. Yeah, I'm not scared of those fuckers. Fuck you for trying to cancel 
an American icon, an American legend. Go fuck yourselves for trying to cancel Dave Chappelle. Get over yourselves and eat tons of shit too. All right. I think my work is done here. You all have a great day. Till next time. Remember, hashtag unblock Cardiff. Thank you, folks. Bye-bye. Thank you, Nick.